Screenless. And welcome to another episode of Creative Cuppa with me, Gareth Davis. I'm a composer for TV and a podcaster, obviously, you're listening to this, and also for making a soundtrack. If you're interested in TV and film soundtracks and want to have a peek behind the production curtain, have a listen to that, available right now in your podcast app for free. So I typed creativity is into Google and it came up with some suggestions to complete my search. Here are some of them. Creativity is intelligence having fun. That's a a nice way to put it. Creativity is contagious, pass it on. (laughs) Interesting, certainly in these times. Uh, Creativity is not a competition. That's nice, isn't it? It certainly isn't. Creativity is the greatest rebellion in existence. Uh, Creativity is the highest form of intelligence. Hmm, I don't know about that. Creativity is inventing, experimenting, growing. I certainly agree with that. I put it to the Creative Cuppa Facebook group as well. Richard says, creativity is life. It's very profound, Richard. Giles says, uh, creativity is having a banjo and knowing when to use it. Never a true word said, Giles. And Charles, uh, I actually had put answer in the comments and Charles uh, replied, I've looked in the comments, but I've not found the answer. Very chucklesome, Charles. Thank you very much. On Instagram... Creativity is a gift to be used and shared. Very nice. Thank you, Mum. And Rod says, sometimes difficult to switch on, but much harder to switch off. Very true when the uh, ideas start flowing. That's the thing about creativity, isn't it? All of those answers are different, but as correct as the next. The whole point of creativity is that the possibilities are endless. Ooh, creativity is invention. What do you think? You can join in the conversation wherever you see at Screenless Pod on the social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And come and join the Creative Cuppa Facebook group for the witty answers. Today's guest knows all about creativity, as you will find out in a mo. So if you have your cuppa ready, here we go. Emma Rayford, Creative Workshop Developer. Former aerial performer with the Swedish <laughs> Independent Circus. <laughs> Welcome to Creative Cuppa. Hello, Gareth. It's lovely to see you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. So, Emma, you've pivoted your business model because of the lockdowns. What did your business look like before lockdown and how has it changed? Pivot is the word, isn't it? It's definitely the word of yeah. the season. Um, so, before covid i used to develop and deliver a workshop every week in kind of an after school club an after school art and creativity club i think i was seeing maybe 120 children a week going into a few different schools around bristol where i live basically with the idea to try to offer them kind of an an exploration a, a, a way of not having to tick a box not having to make a particular thing not having to Um, I suppose I'm thinking that schools are offering lots of boxes to tick already. So perhaps I'm trying to give give the give the children a chance to just fiddle and play and explore with art materials. Of course, lockdown arrives. No more am I allowed to go into school. I must stay home. Oh, having said that, I do have my own workshop where I was also um, offering sessions and parties and other things. 
that's something else as well, which is still not a, still not allowed, still not allowed. Mm. So got it to look forward to. I hope so. I really do hope so. Yeah. The idea of going back into school still seems so far away now, though. It's mm. it, it, I keep I kept on thinking, oh, well, maybe maybe by September, maybe by Easter. I, I've got September again in my head, but we'll yeah. just wait and see. We'll wait and see. So now what I do is, I suppose the simple version is I've just packaged up Art Club and I've put it into a box and made it into a subscription, a subscription package, which is on one hand brilliant. I'm really, really happy that I'm able to kind of, yeah, package up that ethos, package up those ideas and allow children still to have the opportunity to make things you know, without instruction mm. and without real, um, you must do this, step one, step two, step three. But from my point of view, I really miss them. I don't get to see, I don't get to talk oh, to them, you know, yeah. to, because yeah. really the the stories that come behind the makes is often the things that really, I don't know, give me so much joy. You've got a child who on some on some level is sort of frightened of getting it wrong or worried that they're not achieving. And then when they figure out how to put different materials together or how to make, you know, give something personality and you ask them about it and then they spend 10 minutes telling you the story of this whole world they've created in their head. To me, I mean, that that's really creativity, you know? You're giving them the yeah. opportunity to think. Very much so, yeah. very much so. And yeah, I was a, I used to be a, a year one primary school teacher. Oh, did you? And uh, that, it was the creative writing was the hardest thing. Oh, I really? Because it would be a fear of getting it wrong. Yeah. When in fact, creative writing is all about exploring the imagination. There's no wrong. It's so really hard. In that. Isn't so it? it was a hard barrier to. Once they got through it, it was great. But getting through that barrier was a difficult thing. Would you say then? Would it be fair? And it's probably a bit of a profound question early on. But Go on. That the key to your creativity is curiosity. Ooh. You seem to be endlessly curious about creative things. Do you know what? I think that's a really brilliant encapsulation of it because it's all about questions, isn't it? Because at no yeah. point am I saying, oh, you've made a dog. I'm saying, look at that. Who is it? Yeah. Do you know? I'm never yeah. telling them what it is because, well, you'll probably know because as soon as you say to the kid, oh, look at the dog, they'll go, that's not a dog. It's a space elephant with 17 legs. How have you not understood this? <laughs> and you've squashed them. That's it. You, you've already told them they've done it wrong because it isn't a dog. Do you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, it is curiosity. It is kind of questioning. And It seems to me that curiosity has kind of followed you over your whole career. Um, you've been an aerial performer. I mean, we, we need to tackle these one by one. Okay. An aerial performer <laughs> with an independent Swedish circus. Yes. Naked Ape, they were called. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, do you mean aerial performer as in the trapeze? Uh, well, I mean, they tight rope. What, uh, what, what was it? Well, they, they strung me ten meters up in the air on an outdoor rig, um, no harness, and it was—it's it's called a tissue strop. So I'm sure you've seen silks. This is basically a piece of fabric that hangs down. Mm. So this is a piece yeah. of fabric that is sort of in a loop and joined at both ends. So I'm kind of. Sort of like, it can be like a little nest or it can be like a soft trapeze, I suppose, is an easy way to explain it. I cannot pretend that I was very good, Gareth. Listen. <laughs> I, I can I, barely say it. So, well, you know. I could barely do it. There, there was one performance. <laughs> well, the thing is, I get so carried away with the performance, I forgot to check my rigging as I was going up because, you know, each individual performer is responsible for their own rigging. And um, maybe this isn't the right thing to say, but, I mean, it was 
I was at that moment pretty unsafe. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I could see the stage manager running towards. So there was somebody else on the end of my line. It's called a counterbalance. So it was actually my partner at the time. He is in charge of me going up and down. So I start on the ground and he is up high on the truss. And as he climbs down, I go up. So he's balancing me. This makes sense with the hand, my hand movements. But, yeah, 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 it is. Yes, yeah, you exactly. Are, yeah, balancing your hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so then I, I was up. I was up at my 10 metre spot, just rolling and play. Basically, I'm a clown, I think. I think I'm just a bit of a, a bit of an idiot, you know, clowning around <laughs> uh, the character I was playing. Certainly not necessarily myself. <clears throat> um, and I saw the stage manager run to my partner, going, get, get her down. And I turned oh, around and looked up and saw that my a piece of the fabric the tissue strop was inside the carabiner so anyone who knows anything about rigging or will know that this is dangerous so he brought me down and I you know I ran to the front and I, I sorted it out and I did a whole I'm alive to the audience and it was really funny and I didn't really think anything of it until I watched it back and went oh I was really yeah. foolish I didn't sort myself out in that moment crikey crikey <laughs> so going on from there to working in the wardrobe departments of quite a few west end musicals yeah i ended up in quite a few different musicals actually um it was pure luck and um a spot of nepotism which is unfortunately <laughs> often how things work particularly in the kind of theater world unfortunately um i was working as a dancer and was a little bit disillusioned with it thought, thought perhaps I would be looking for something else and I had a friend who was working in the wardrobe department of Les Mis at the time I've never seen it uh, but I do hear that it's I actually the... I actually went to see it did you really the, it was in Piccadilly yeah at the palace yeah oh yeah. wow I mean uh, this was oh this was mid 90s I think yeah, uh, more than likely it was me making sure that, that coat got on stage <laughs> I thought the costumes yeah, were particularly good they were good. so good <laughs> Oh dear, I was just about to say about how on my on my last night I did a really bad thing and went underneath the table on the um, at the wedding scene. I got in so much trouble. It was such a foolish... I was, I was a kid. I shouldn't have done it. The stage manager <laughs> said, if you weren't leaving, you'd be out on your ear. And of course I would. Of course wow. I would have, but yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, should I? Um, Life on the edge. I know. Life on the edge. Oh, outrageous. It was so much fun. But that took you when you were out on your ear. In the end, yes. Uh, <laughs> you you started your own lounging suit clothing line. Oh my goodness! So of course now everybody knows about onesies, don't they? Onesies are ubiquitous. No doubt you are, of course, wearing one as we're recording this, Gara. Um, of course, yes. <laughs> working it. Leopard. Her. Yeah. Um, so well, I was living in a warehouse with lots of circus performers, and we were cold because there was, you know, holes in the windows and things. Um, and we were training and I thought maybe I could, maybe I could make something to keep us warm. So I made this sort of an all-in-one thing and then more people wanted them and more people wanted them. So I decided, well, maybe I should try and sell these. Got myself a little stall at Spitterfields Market. And the funny thing, now looking back at about the hard thing, was trying to get people to accept it in the first place. People thought it was such a crazy idea. This will never, you know, this will never catch on, etc. This is so, this is so weird. I'm going to look ridiculous in that. And I'm saying, don't worry about what you look like. Just get in. It's so cosy. It's so comfy. <laughs> Obviously, eventually, I can't pretend it was me that made onesies happen. But I'm sure someone saw me. I'm sure someone somewhere saw my little stall at, at Spitterfields and uh, decided to run with it. But yes, of course, 
Now they're everywhere and they only cost a tenner. So I stopped, I stopped <laughs> making those because I couldn't necessarily make enough money on them. But um, it's interesting how being behind that market stall, it really did feel as if I was performing. It really did feel as if you have to, have to kind of put on a persona because you're sort of putting your heart on the line, making something and then trying to ask people to sell it, trying to convince people that your idea is a good one. And that they might not have seen it before, but it, and it might be weird, and but they should try. I definitely had to put a little performance face on. And I suppose now I'm still kind of doing the same thing because with these art club takeaways, I'm doing videos to go along with it, which I find I really, I really like doing. It's really, mm. I feel like that performer was su such a long time ago. And I'm all sort of almost a little bit embarrassed by her, perhaps. I don't know, but it does feel s so much in the past. But actually, it just really proves that everything from before really does inform now, doesn't it? Do you know, you're kind of, yeah. you pick up those little bits of creativity or those little bits of, well, fear, any, anything. It, it, it comes with you and you, you bring it, you bring it along, which is why it's so important to start early, to give children the opportunity to, think beyond the tick boxes do you know to think beyond all the um yeah. yeah all the expectations because then they get the chance to see that they they can and it's okay it's okay to explore and to try things and that actually it's more than okay it's really important because who knows what arrives who knows what arrives when you're given the freedom to think outside the box I'm going to say outside yes. the box. Yeah. Yes, very, very much. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we spoke briefly earlier about children getting over the barrier of uh, thinking they're not doing something right when in fact creativity is all about exploring the imagination. And so you're you're all for that, aren't you? Developing the, that creative thinking by making mistakes in inverted commas. Absolutely. And you're so right. <laughs> we need a different label. It, it, they do have to be in inverted commas, that idea of mistakes, because I, I, I really don't believe... Yeah, they're not wrong. It's it's just it's just somewhere on a path. In fact, I often say it about give it, being given the opportunity to look at something from a different angle, or having something turned upside down so that you can see it in a different way. I think it's really really important that children are able to understand that they don't just have to tick that one box, make that one thing look just like that. I mean, again, there are all sorts of things outside in the world that. Oh, giving children the idea that they, they should be, uh, I don't want to say conforming. I'm not trying to say I'm a non-conformist. Oh, they probably am. But, you know, it's kind of <laughs> give them opportunities to, to find themselves in the situation rather than just to be exactly who that other person is. Do you know? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, mistakes or doing things wrong or doing things differently, or having to change your plan, having to alter the way you look at things. I think this is really, really beneficial, really beneficial for all of us, actually, because we find mm. it, it can really develop kind of resilience. It can really help us feel more confident for the next time something goes wrong. And actually, I mean, bad things will happen to us. In our, you know, things will actually go wrong. So if we've experienced things not working out and then us being able to work with that, look at it differently, you know, continue along our path or journey and then that's, that's that could only help us in the future i think yeah it's a bold thing for children to embrace isn't it because especially at that age and, and adults alike mm. but when kids are young they're sponges they're learning they're looking around them thinking how do i do this and so to go actually no i'm going to do it my own way that's a little bit 
counterintuitive it for is, kids. Isn't it? And then you learn you learn as a kid to conform and do it that way. And then you grow up and you think that's the way it should be done. <laughs> that, that's absolutely it just So shows. it's 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 important for adults as well, I suppose, to try and break out of that conformity to be role models for the kids to be able to do that. It's a vicious circle, isn't it, in the end? It is a bit, isn't it? But of course, we're a little bit, as adults, we're a bit stuck. Like We've already been informed. I hear so many, uh, so many grown-ups saying, oh, I'm dreadful at heart. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't draw a thing. I'm awful. And I'm thinking, who's told you that? Like, you, yeah. you, you are one of the most creative people I know, yet... You know, because you were told you couldn't replicate Van Gogh's sunflowers, that's it, you're dreadful. I mean, it's so hard. And we believe all the bad stuff, don't we? We always believe the negative things. I hear hear people saying, I can't sing. Well, do you have a voice? Can you open your mouth and sing along to a tune? Then you can sing. I'm sure. It's as simple as that. But that's exactly it. And also, you can practice, can't you? The same as anything. Yeah. You know, it's all about, for, for me, this kind of your eye and your hand, they have to work together. You can't necessarily just do it, but you can practice it. And sure, the same for singing. You you make a noise yeah. and then you can hone it and you can practice. And, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. If if you enjoy it. Oh, yeah, well, that's true, I suppose. That's true. Otherwise, so, go and do something else. Skateboarding. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Emma, where can people find your work online for... Uh, Hang on a minute. Ooh. Chandos Chandos Atelier. Well, you've got it. So well, I said it right. Yeah, you've done it. It's perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, it's my own fault for making such a ridiculous name. It's uh, because I was trying to... <laughs> what does it mean? Well, it, it mean? it's uh, the, the road that I live on is called Chandos Road. My dad owned this building for quite a long time before I was in it. And actually, this road, Chandos Road, does have a bit of a link to my grandmother who had a little pottery shop she was a potter and she made pots and sold them in a tiny shop on this road I don't know how many years ago I'm gonna say 50 I don't know it could be completely wrong um, amazing yeah so there's the list Chandos comes from Chandos road the road that I live on and atelier is a French word for workshop kind of when I very first came back into this building I was making costumes so I brought my costume workshop back into here I put my sewing machines and things. And so therefore the idea of an atelier is a bit like you make things, but you can also try on things and sell things. Fashion houses have them. Basically, I was trying to be a bit sneaky so that people wouldn't necessarily know what was going on inside here. Um, because if I use a French word that nobody gets, and it, I think it worked. I mean, now I just pull my blinds down and no one can see me. So, so uh, where, where can people find me? Sorry. My website is chandosatelier.co.uk. This is where you can look at my art club takeaways and all the different the, the different offers that I bring for children, basically. The ideas of f- sort of playing and experimenting and exploring. There are lots and lots of different ideas on there. But I have also just started myself my own new Instagram account with a very humble name of creativity queen uk didn't want to over egg the pudding you know uh okay so even saying that out loud i feel very embarrassed anyway so so i'm i'm espousing all of this creativity all the time and i realized particularly during lockdown i was having no time at all for myself to be creative nothing so i decided i would by making this account and by saying i'm going to do it means i've got to do it obviously this this is kind of accountability idea I have decided to do 100 days 
of self-portraits. So I'm just spending 30 minutes a day just playing around with materials. It's important to say I don't think of myself as an artist. Basically, I'm not, I'm not somebody who has ideas and makes work and sells it. To, to me, that's kind of, even though I suppose I'm telling everybody they can all be an artist if you make work you can you're an artist this is the difference between the children and the adult world isn't it um what i'm trying to say is anyone can just pick up some stuff and have a fiddle and have a play and spend a bit of time basically just creating it doesn't matter what happens doesn't matter what comes out and if you look at my account you will see some things work better than others some things look like me some things definitely don't look like me but also <laughs> i think the the idea of looking at yourself is is really good it feels a bit like i'm going to say self care i'm not really keen on all of these sort of terms but mm. it does feel they all mean the same thing yeah, really do you don't know they? you're kind of looking after looking after yourself by really noticing yourself having a look and also being that role model for the kids you know you're you're showing that you enjoy it you are taking time to be creative yourself yes. so leading from the front hey we could chat all day about this stuff but for now, Emma Rayford, thank you for joining me for a cuppa. Cara, thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Emma for her time. That was uh, fascinating, wasn't it? Not just about Emma's work and creative life, but about creativity as a whole. Creativity is curiosity. That's so true. You can find links to Emma's stuff in the show notes, uh, so go and take a look. And as ever, if you could give this show or even episode a positive rating and review, I'd be so grateful. It's really nice to get feedback. You can also like and share posts if you like. It all helps. Uh, Basically, if you like it, pass it on. Until next time then, thank you for joining me for a cuppa.